Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for dysfunctional families. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. And we're a dysfunctional, dysfunctional family. family. There we go. Tyler, um, what did we watch? We watched Encanto. Um, I will give you Bailey's pronunciation of Encanto. It is Encantato. <laughs> which is also good. She... Every time she says it, she adds a different syllable somewhere. There's always one too many syllables, and it's delightful. It's more fun that way. Life's more fun when we add syllables. <clears throat> Tyler, uh, tell me. Tell me about this movie. What even, who is it about and for? What's All the right. synopsis? Cody, is about the Madrigal family, All right, in Colombia. 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 It's two O's. Colombia. Colombia. Is there a U in Colombia in English? Yes. Is there a U in Colombia in Spanish? No. Why did we change the spelling? You you know. You tell me. Colombia. One letter. What other country has had their spelling changed by one letter when they get... Normally, you go to a new, new language, you change your country. It's like, hey, uh, we're going to completely translate this and make a different word. All right. What about USA? Colombia, U.S., they're like, how about this? We change one letter for no reason. Yeah, but that, that, that's what I'm saying. Mexico does that to the U.S. Here's the thing. In Spanish, okay, let's talk about country names. All right. England, in English, is England. In Spanish, Inglaterra, okay? It's totally spelled different. It's got the double R in it. It's got a bunch of extra letters, okay? Uh, it, Germany, okay? In English, it's Germany. In German, it's Deutschland, all right? Totally Deutschland. All right? Totally different. Now, yeah. once again, Colombia, Colombia. Why we got why we got to spell it different? We're right there. We're right there. All right? USA in Spanish, Los Estados Unidos. Uh, whatever. You know, it's just the name translated. All right? Why we got to swap one letter out of Colombia? Why we got to do them like that? Because, you know, Cody, Big Ink, they got We their, don't do that with fingers. any other country. Like, literally, I'm trying Mexico? to think of any other Latin American country that's different. Mexico, Mexico spelled the same. It's pronounced no. different, but it's fine. Mexico? Panama's the same, spelled different. El Salvador's the same. Dominican, or Dominican Republic is different. Boom. But that's because it's like words, you know, it's not a name. It's Republic. So you got to put that in Spain, all right? Republic. Chile, same. Argentina. You mean Chile? Venezuela? Chile? Colombia? What? Why do we do Colombia dirty? Because <laughs> here's the thing. Somebody said it, and then they're like, all right, I went to this country. It's called Colombia. And they're like, C-O-L-U. And that's where it started. Mm. Anyway, it's about a family in Colombia. Mm. <laughs> With magic powers. <coughs> It's a story. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's what it's about. It's and there's, about the there's songs, too. Yeah. They do singing. It's fire songs. So good. Mm-hmm. Or, Cody, I want you to be prepared, so you need to be ready to hit me with your favorite one of the songs. And you have a favorite. Don't lie yeah. to the Colombian. Colombia. Colombia. All right. All right. I hear you. So I, I have... I, oh. No, oh, go. Yeah, you. Do you have, do you have a hot take? Do you have a no, hot well, take on this movie? I have, I have some fun facts for you later, so just be ready. But they're more about Colombia. Oh, okay. I'd love to learn more about Colombia. But I mean, that's what it is. It's about a family and their magic, and they got like this little. Uh, so the Encanto, as the name of the movie, is like the the little valley the area they live in. It's what they refer to. But Cody, you speak Spanish. Yes. What does it mean in Spanish? It would be an enchantment. Okay. That's what I thought. But they're like, they're like, it's like the make in this movie. They're like, all right, we're going to convince all these white boys out there that Encanto means valley (laughs) or city. (laughs) And it's like, Uh don't do it. They're going to. Encanto. Yeah. Yeah. They really do kind of throw it throw it out there i i thought i saw somewhere that i was like oh it can also kind of be like a term of endearment meaning something i don't know it's their enchanted home yeah they got those you know 
dual meanings for words. Anyway, there's a casita. They say hola casita. Mm, yes. That's fun. That's uh, that but I mean fun. that's the movie really. It is not what I thought it was going to be from the trailers at all. Oh yeah. When the trailer came out, Bailey was like, "Not excited for that." I mean, am I going to see it? Yes, but I'm not excited. Same. And then we saw it, and I was like, "I love this movie. Mm-hmm. So good." Yeah, I mean, they did advertise it. The way they advertised it, it didn't look as good as the movie. Having watched the movie, like, but I, I the think advertisement really sold it. The advertisement might be better at getting <clears throat> kids to want to go see it, though. Yeah, no, that's true. That is a really good point. And that's all you really need to do with the family movies. Like, yeah, if the kids are excited about it, then the parents are going to see it. Also, it's a Disney movie anyway, so it's like yeah. parents, yeah. people with kids are going to go see it if they go to movies, you know? Yeah. Wow. Disney okay. got us by the balls, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's uh, that's just how we like it. <laughs> so you were, you were pro Encanto. This was a I'm good pro. one for you? I like it. I'm pro Encanto. I I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know what what to say. It was a good one. It was a good one. I liked it quite a bit. I think there was a. I really liked the message. I think that sold me more than anything else. Obviously, good music. Obviously, it was beautifully animated. But I thought um, some good messages in there. Yeah. Plus, they speak. They're Spanish. Spanish is fun. You like Spanish. You have described yourself as Spanish to me yes. multiple times. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I do to everyone. That's how I introduce myself. Yeah. Like, it, to quote a very incredibly white friend of mine, uh, not really a friend, a friend, a brother, a friend's brother, mm. um, who is in the whitest, it makes you look ethnic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quote, I am Mexican. <laughs> Close quote. <laughs> well, I could say the same of myself because, you know, California once was part of Mexico. So, yeah. Now really. He, he was from Utah, or maybe mm-hmm. not Utah, um, but not really from an area that was ever. I know he's from an area not ever really from, uh, ever from Mexico. Yes. So. Wow. Sounds like a good dude. Yeah. He's a good guy. Wow. Well, is there anything to say to set up this movie? Mm, Anything else to say? No. So, Cody, come in. Get get on this donkey. And then we will be carried by Ah, a a very musky. A burro. Get. Cody, sit astride my burro. And then I will carry the burro <laughs> to the burro store where we will get burros and eat mm. them on our burros as we ride our burros, eating burros, into a burrow <laughs> of Spoiler Town, USA. Wow. You brought it all together. I love it. Now, let's talk about the real elephant in the room here. The fact that in Arizona and much of the south, the southwest, where Mm -hmm. there's Hispanic influences, they refer to the burrito as a burro. Um, And I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard to reconcile. Yeah. The fact that my incredibly white wife will randomly hit me with some Spanish also disturbs me. It is... It is disturbing because, you know, burrito, what is a burrito but a small burrow? But we've made burritos so large. So what does that say? What does that say about us? What you is know? a chimichanga but a fried burrito, Cody? That's true. And what is a burrito but a small burrow? So if you get a large chimichanga, is it not just a fried burrow? That's true. A burron, if you will. If you'll <gasps> go there with me. Yes. I will. I know. It's a lot to take in, all right? It is a lot. Span it, it. Look, it'll take you. It'll whirl you, twirl you, and hurl you. All right, and that's what Spanish will do. Yeah. So, do you want to? Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? <clears throat> um, I would like to yield my time to you, sir. Please take the floor. Yeah, I'm doing <clears throat> it to you. Oh, okay. All right. Let me. Let me. Uh, 
Okay. All right. Are we going? Are we doing this? Are we doing this? I've got you. You're going. All right. So this kid is—he's drinking coffee. That's way too much coffee for this young <laughs> child. What is he doing? What? There's no. There's no justification for this joke. He just always has coffee and is freaking wired. And I'm like, is that a Colombian thing? There is Colombian coffee. So is that a thing in Colombia? Also, fun fact. Here's I'll hit you with the fun fact in the rank, Cody. You never seen this before. Ubisoft made a game called Ghost Recon's Wildlands based in Colombia. Colombia government came out and said, hey, you guys make us look like a lawless drug dealer haven. And Ubisoft was like, well, uh, yes, we do. That's a fact. Do you do you contest that? And they said yes. And they're like, well, all of our stuff's based on facts. So uh, <laughs> we're not going to change anything because you kind of are a lawless drug dealer ridden nation. And it's true. We're sorry, but it is the true things. It'd be like the U.S. being like, we don't have racism. And France was like, eh, but you do. But you do. All right. Anyway, this kid's got coffee. The little kids, they're so adorable. <clears throat> but they hit this girl with, you didn't get a gift? And then just look at her. And then just look at her. Let her sit in that. All right. Everybody's like, you suck. But she's got a pretty dress and she's dancing and she's singing about the town. All right. Let's talk about the sister. All right. Hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me the sister. Don't tell. Cody, no. Don't. Oh, no. Oh, it's all falling apart right now. Um, uh, uh, um, Louisa? Louisa. Look at me. Yes. Is Louisa the one that I'm wanting? The, the big girl. Oh, I felt things, Cody. I felt things I didn't think I would feel for an animated character. Did you see her muscles? I just want her to hold me, cradle me, and make me feel safe. All right. When she does, in her song, she does her little hip, bow, bow. She puts her hands up and she goes, bow. And I was like, oh, gosh, no. There's going to be some late nights, which is me in that scene. All right, Cody? That's all I'm saying. All right? We're getting in there. All right? Do you see her muscles? She goes like, oh, she does a little flex thing as she's dancing. And you see all of her muscles in her arm. Oh, all right. Anyway, we're moving on from her. Okay? She lifts a church. She lifts a chapel. She just drops it. Okay? Anyway, they're all like, oh, you, oh she." You suck you to get a gift. And then her little cousin, he's all scared. It's like, he's adorable. I love his dad. His dad, probably my favorite character. All right, let's talk about him. He's a fun guy. All right. He's telling a story. His wife's like, no. He is married to the rarest of breeds, the ginger Mexican. All right, Cody, you know these ones. You know these girls. You know they can't be trusted. All right. When they're like, you're like, you can tell look like you're Mexican. But then you're like, there's so many Mexicans with the red hair and the, th and the pale skin. It's like, you are Mexican, though. You're Hispanic. They're not Mexican. That's what's funny. They're Colombian. How dare you, Cody? That's racist for you to assume that all Hispanics are Mexicans. Cody, if I say one thing, I say don't be racist, Cody. Stop it. All right? But this is, uh, you know, this is a good... I brought up the Ubisoft thing because a lot of people are like, oh, you play all these games and stuff based in Colombia where you're, like, fighting a war against drug dealers? Maybe watch this movie that shows a not <laughs> that side of Colombia. Colombia or Colombia, whichever you prefer. Do you prefer the country? Do you prefer the clothing brand? Do you prefer the natural gas energy company? It's all different names, Cody. Uh, they go through. The th uh, let's see what else did I have? Uh, he, her little cousin. He's adorable though. He's a cute guy. He's out here. He's a little cute guy. The rats. These rats are ratting people out. All right. These rats cannot be trusted. They're going to tell this little creep everything. I wouldn't trust anybody. And then they're like. He shows up to help. All right. He shows up to help. He's like, the rats told me everything. Let's talk about the fact that, uh, spoilers, Bruno, he's in the walls. We're talking about Bruno right now. He in the walls. All right. This lady, this girl, she can hear people making plans 10 miles away and she didn't hear Bruno skittering through the walls. That's a freaking lie. And she's a traitor to this household. She has betrayed the home. She needs to be voted off the island. All right. And she, she's also a petty little bee, all right? She's like, oh, she didn't get a gift. It's like, mind your own business, Linda, or whatever your name is. Why don't you go do you, all right? Why don't you stay out of this conversation and mind your own dang business? Could you imagine having somebody in your family that could hear you anytime, even whispering to somebody else? That would be a nightmare. That's like, you have to kill that person in your household. You have to get them out of there. You have to banish them to the ends of the earth, or you have to end them. You cannot have those people around, all right? They go there. This grandma, let's talk about this. We all know the judgy grandma. We all know her. Some of us had one, some of us didn't. But we all know one. 
she's there. I saw this lady, and I was like, this lady is tearing this family apart. I knew it from the second I saw her. I called it. And then she... She's coming out there. She's all like skittering about. She's got the little grandma oh, shawl. Oh, Tyler, I'm gonna have to cut you off mid sentence there. All right, doesn't matter what you were saying. All right, you're done. It's over. Tyler, but the shawl. I'm gonna need you to do something here. I want oh. you to shut it, and I want you to listen. All right, listen to my word. I'm going. I'm going now. All right, coffee. Look, you think. Look, you're out here, you're judging this little boy. This little boy for drinking his coffee. He's getting his sweet, sweet fix. Do children drink coffee in America? No. Do they drink coffee everywhere else? Yes. All right, coffee is like leche. It's like the sweet mother's milk in Colombia. How dare you? All right, if there's two places coffee comes from, it's Colombia and Ethiopia. Boom. All right, Colombia is like the motherland. Look, you're from, you're from Kansas City. Cows are from Kansas City, all right? So steak is the mother's milk of Kansas City, and that would make coffee the mother's milk of Colombia, all right? That's what you don't understand, all right? It's where the beans come from. The beans are so sensitive. They only grow so many places, so they're so tender. They need the right climate, and Colombia is the warm bosom in which the beans can grow, all right? Colombia. <laughs> I know Colombians, all right? Here's what I know about Colombians. They have the best Spanish. It's the most beautiful, clear Spanish you'll hear. It's delightful. And yes, you all got to be careful, all right? I know some wonderful Colombian families. I also know that uh, I have a friend who married a Colombian girl. And I was like, hey, I have a friend who's going to Colombia. Any, any travel tips? It's like, yes. Don't just hop in any cab because you will get kidnapped. All right? You got to make sure you're good, like a legit city-run cab company or you will die all right you'll be kidnapped and you will be ransomed so be careful <laughs> so he told me that he was also like you understand a word of spanish they said and i was like oh really here's the thing i went to acapulco and i did just fine all right i got by great and we were all wearing masks all right because the pandemic happened all right so i think i could go to Colombia and survive all right so that i'm just gonna throw it out there i'm sure he doesn't listen to the podcast i know he doesn't listen to the podcast so i'm just gonna say that um nice guy all right just don't go to Colombia. don't go in the city don't go in the look they could make Call of Duty City Cab Edition, all right, where the game is you get locked in a trunk and you got to get out, all right? That's what I'm saying about Colombia. Delightful people, except for the criminals, but hey, the criminals are bad everywhere, all right? We can't just single out Colombia, but yes, they've got plenty of criminals and plenty of... Look, there's two things that come from Colombia, all right? We already talked about the coffee. It's great, all right? The other thing is drugs. Cocaine is also from Colombia, so it is really... There's a lot of stimulants, just natural stimulants laying around in Colombia. So, you know, maybe it's not their fault their criminals are crazy because it's coffee and cocaine, all right? What a wonderful place. What, what a blessed land. Are right? you talking about the promised land? It's there. It's Colombia. There's cocaine and coffee just falling from the trees. That's what... Okay? Here's, look, I can't... This, I, I don't blame you, all right? The sister's a narc. Okay? You can't have someone whose job it is to hear everything that happens, all right? You're right. That person needs to leave, but she did tell us that she knew Bruno was here because in the song, we don't talk about Bruno. They're like, she's like, I can hear him right now. She says that. <laughs> she, she looks at the camera. She says, I hear him right now, all right? She said that, all right? There was foreshadowing, a strong foreshadowing, and here's the thing. Maybe she isn't a narc because she never gave Bruno up, all right? That is love. All right, that is true. Fraternal. What's the opposite of fraternal? Because she's a sister. It's the same thing, right? It's Is it gender neutral? They have, all right? So I don't know how to feel, all right? Now that I've gone first full circle on it, I don't know how I feel about her. This movie is beautiful, all right? It is delightful. The colors, one, the arepas. Have you ever had arepas? Here's the thing. Everything in Latin American cuisine revolves around corn. Maize, 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 all right? Because in Mexico, you've got corn tortillas. In El Salvador, you've got pupusas, which is just the same dough, but you fill it with stuff and you pan fry it. And arepas are basically the same thing, but a little different. Here's what's wonderful about arepas, all right? Imagine it was like a corn tortilla, but there was cheese stuffed into it, and then it's like fried with a little bit of oil, and then you get it and you eat it with coffee or hot chocolate. Imagine, look, it's hot. You get hot chocolate, and then you get a fried 
cornbread stuffed with cheese, and that's your breakfast. All right, that's why Colombia is an amazing place because that could be what you eat to start your day: fried cheese bread and hot chocolate. All right, are you? Is this computing with you? Is it, are you understanding why it's an amazing place? Chocolate and cheese bread is breakfast. All right, think about that. You don't have to be eating cereal with milk. All right, no cold cereal and toast for you, sir. Warm hot chocolate and cheesy fried bread. All right. Is that, like, is, does it not blow your mind? Are you not regretting every breakfast you've ever had? Fried cheese bread and chocolate. I'm, I'm checking this song, Cody. Oh, yeah. Be careful. You don't want to ban us. I'll keep talking so it's in the background. Okay? So that's what I have to say about the movie. All right? All right. Are you listening for her admitting that she hears Bruno? Well, she does say I always hear him muttering and mumbling that's what i'm saying it does show him in the walls when it says that so Mm. Mm -hmm. maybe she is a freaking filthy little she lets somebody live in the wall look cody this movie is (laughs) is the child or the boy whatever is that movie we watched yeah i had that thought here's the thing though okay i'm going to defend the sister that listens because also she was willing to let her love marry her sister for the sake of the family all right she wasn't yeah. going to poison that relationship, which is sweet but dumb. But that's the point of the movie, too, is that everyone's doing everything for the family, but the family wasn't serving everyone because they were living in fear, all right? They weren't communicating themselves to the abuela. They were just letting abuela dictate everything without considering each other, you know? Have you ever known somebody who calls their grandmother abuela mm-hmm. and that abuela is not a judgy piece of garbage. Look, abuelas are narcs. We all know this. <laughs> you see them in the corner, you see them slinking about, and you're like, it's hard, all right? I'm not going to indict every abuela out there, but I will say I know the stereotype, all right? I've yeah. seen it. I've seen the sketchy abuela. Their little shawl. They all got the same shawl. Oh, yeah. Is oh, yeah. it? Oh gosh, I accidentally turned up my headphones in this very last oh, second there. Oh no! It's all right. We're back to normal, everybody. Don't worry. You know, technical difficulties have been solved. So you liked the movie, or you just wanted some of the food? Is that is that what you? Um, I liked the movie. I liked it a lot, and I th- look. I enjoyed the music. I thought the visuals were excellent. The thing I enjoyed the most, though, was the message of the. All right, we've all Which, got some dysfunction in our family, and so I really appreciated like that was what the movie ended up being about. You know, it wasn't really about her power so much. It was about hey, we need to come together and be a stronger family because it's not just about each of us being special, unique, whatever. Because that comes with its own set of problems, right? Like um, Mira Mirabel, oh, she's Maribel. the main. That's the main character, Maribel. Mirabel. Um, you know, she didn't feel valued because she didn't have the special gift like everyone else had. And then some, you know, like there's the perfect daughter and there's the strong daughter and there's, everyone has their niche, but some people feel left out and they feel too much pressure. And so I really like that the point of the movie was, no, we, we do love each other and we can love each other by being supportive of one another and communicating more with one another and understanding what we all need, you know? So I, I love that. Which I think... That came out. Disney's getting creative. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. Here's the for me it did. Disney's Disney's getting creative, you know, because I appreciate that they spent a century doing princess stories and like True Love's Kiss and that whole thing. The last few movies they've done have really been about like other issues. You know, like Moana, it's a princess story about not even a boy, even a little bit. And Zootopia is about society and stuff and judging people and that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, so I, you know, Frozen's about sisterhood. And this one is about family issues. And so I think they're doing a great job telling new and interesting stories still within magical musical formatting. Yeah. So that's what I loved about but, it. What I mean by, like, it came out of the field is it felt like by the trailers, right, that it was going to be like this, oh, no, oh, shoot, the magic is dying. Like, someone has to go on this, like, epic journey yeah to find the magic 
and it ended up being the epic journey was literally like she just had to kind of chill out and talk to each of them and then come to this realization that magic is dying because abuela is a freaking bee all right that's mm-hmm. what's happening like she's making everybody so stressed out and the magic is based on like our unity as a familia I like that <laughs> i loved it <laughs> yeah no you're definitely right and but i appreciate too that it wasn't just oh abuela is the bad guy because they also redeem abuela in the end too they're like oh yeah. we hear more about her story and like what she went through and um, which everyone came out, together you know shout out to the movie that everybody's like look this shows a good side of it of columbia being about a group of people that fled the horrible just nuts situation in columbia and mm-hmm. made like an enchanted forest to live in and to, were just completely separated from columbia right yeah <laughs> So it's not, it's not about like the good side of Colombia. It's about the good side of Colombian culture, not the good side of the country Colombia. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. So I just thought that was funny where I'm like, this thing, this dude got killed with a machete. All right. Mm-hmm. In this movie, that's pointed that so many people are like, see, it's not so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> leave it to Disney, right? Like they did it with uh, Ryan, the last dragon. They're like, it's loosely based on Southeast Asia. <laughs> and also it's like a fantasy world, you know? Like, yeah. they'd be like, we're just going to take this nice culture <laughs> and we're just going to separate it from like the actual country or the actual issues or like, it's just based on sort of this, you know? Like yeah. Coco, they were like, Day of the Dead, we're doing that. We're not, we're in Mexico, but we're not because yeah. we're in Day of the Dead land, you know? But also there's nice places in Mexico. Yeah, there are nice places in Mexico, but they're, uh, you know, you know. I'm just saying, they go general with everything, where they're like, all yeah. right, we're going to extract what we need to to make a movie about this, and uh, we're making it in a, what's it called? Vacuum. Yeah. That's what I was looking In for. an encanto. In our own little encanto. So, are you going to ask me? If you like the movie or not? No. About your are we talking packs? about the music now? Is it time? Oh. You're going to ask me my favorite song? What, Cody? What was? You're going to be disappointed. All your right? favorite song. I'm going to tell you my favorite song. You're going to be like, you're going to shake your head at me. Or you're going to be like, you have no fun. Right. That's what you're going to tell me. Fine, just lay it on me now. I like the, the Dos Oruguitas. I like the little sweet song at the end with, about the family. That's the one I like. It touched me. It touched me so gently. Caressed mm. me. That's where I'm at. All right? Now do it. Shake your head. I mean, it's fine. Tell me I have no fun in my life. I like that one. Okay, what was your favorite? My favorite was probably the, the surface pressure. That song. was Bailey's absolute favorite. Like, she was giddy. She was like, she loved it. I'm surprised it wasn't hasn't been playing every morning in our house. Oh, I bet if I reminded her about it, then it will be for the next week. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. yes, it's gonna be the top of your Spotify rewind or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, Spotify uh, wrapped. Wrapped. Bailey's number one song this year. Are you ready? Last Christmas. No, that was two years ago. How dare you? Oh. But also good guess. Uh, Magic Dance by David Bowie from the movie Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. I've been getting on Tiffany's nerves recently because of Labyrinth. Because I constantly remind her that 90% of Harry Potter is just stolen from Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she came up with some stuff. And I was like, not really. Yeah. That drives her nuts. Oh, yeah. And then I was, you know, I've probably told you this before. Can we just take a second? To just, I just want to look you and me as the Opinion Havers podcast. Let's take a look, second. Let's look at all the fans of Harry Potter, all the J.K. Rowling fans, the Potterheads, and just look, shake, nod your, shake your head slowly in shocked disbelief. How did you not see that she was absolutely, definitely like a racist or something? She came up with new slurs, <laughs> <laughs> like she's the only 
famous author that came up like invented new races <laughs> to be <laughs> racist against she thought enough about racism to just make her own yeah yeah that's like, true of course she's intolerant of something there's no mm-hmm. way she's not anyway moving on this movie is very tolerant yeah except there's yeah, no gay couples cody how dare they are there gay couples? I don't know. I've been doing the thing where every time I lean over to Tiffany, every time I see a Disney thing with uh, like a gay couple, I'm like, it's because they're inclusive. What? No, I just saw something it. that had one in it. Was it Encanto? I'm trying to think of what else because it was something like semi-family oriented where I was like, oh, there it is. But that's the only thing I've seen recently. Yeah. Or was well, see, it? Maybe the- it was like a Hallmark movie because... That was all that played. I was at the nursing home for my grandpa, and they just play Hallmark movies 24-7. So I, I've seen like six Hallmark movies over the last week. Yeah, yeah. So that might have been it. So either it does, it wasn't in there, or they did such a good job of incorporating it in that I, it didn't stand out mm-hmm. to me. Because normally it's like, a, oh, there's the, there's the inclusivity stuff. But... uh. Yeah, I really like this movie. I think, with the exception of like Aladdin, which Aladdin, for those of you that don't know, is my favorite Disney movie. It's a good one. This I would put it almost on par with that one. Wow, I put it up there. It's my definitely my favorite of the recent ones. Uh, it's the same directors as Zootopia, which I thought was excellent. Oh yeah, I really like it. Really but here's my qualm with the movie. <gasps> no really is pretty pretty small and bailey had more of a problem with it than i did um i loved stephanie beatriz who yeah, is she plays the main character um but it it's shocking for me to see her because i know her from brooklyn 99 yeah. and she plays like deep voiced really grumpy mean detective on the team you know she like yeah. wears leather always wears black and you know is never shows emotion kind of thing and so when you see her, like, oh, her voice is way higher than she plays that character in real life. Um, so that was weird. She was in In the Heights, uh, which is the Lynn manuel musical they just made the movie of. And she's in this. So when I see her talk and sing in real life, I'm like, you're not the same person. Which I guess is the mark of a good actress, right? Because it's like, oh, you're, these are very different people. I'm not sure how I feel about her voice, her singing voice. Especially for, like, the solo songs. Like, the first song or two she sings, I was like... I don't know if I love her singing voice. And then I think as the movie went on, I, I'm okay with it. And like the part she played in other songs, but like the songs that she mostly sings first one or two, I was like, eh, it's okay. Especially for a Disney movie, you kind of expect it to be like, you know, like Frozen is Adina Menzel. Um, so for me, I just wasn't sure if I could quite get into her singing voice, just the uh, tone of her voice. It's a little bit nasal or a little bit higher pitched, which coming from me, it's, you know, what what room do I have to talk? But that was my thought. Was it at all distracting for you or were you like all in, not even worried about it? Well, I mean, it was a cartoon character, so I didn't see her face ever. Right. But so, also just her voice, not like getting well, off her sound, playing it Rosa sound, Diaz. It doesn't Brooklyn even sound close to Rosa. Like, so it, that right. I thought it was interesting that it was her, but like if you had just played a clip to her being like the two People, I'd be like, well, that's two different people. That's not the same person. Yeah, yeah. But, but I've also how did seen you her in like something else recently. That character singing voice, like separate of the actress and everything. I liked it. It definitely, it was definitely like, you know how you can tell when it's like, oh, this is a person who sings that we got to do the voice acting versus this is a voice actor that we that can sing, you know. And she's definitely like an actor that can sing not a singer that can act you know what i mean right right like, I, I would definitely a, agree with that like a which is always Nazim, as we all know her true name to be <laughs> is like a famous singer that they're like oh no yeah she's you a can she is lines. a broadway generational talent like she's widely considered to be a big reason like wicked is so popular because she's like right yeah nailed it in there um so you know, I mean, they, they're in a different class. Now, the person that bothered me is Lynn manuel Garcia being the writer of the music because he will always Lin- be the annoying brother from 
uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Lin-Manuel Miranda? You couldn't ha- Miranda, handle yeah. him? Wow. Is that is Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Switched so it's, it's funny because Stephanie Beatriz and then Olga Meredith, who plays the abuela, she also plays the grandma in In the Heights. So they're both in that together, and that's a Lin-Manuel piece. Um, Lin-Manuel and Stephanie are both in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and then they're all in this, and Lin-Manuel wrote the music for it. So they're a yeah. little trio. It's just weird that you know to be like, oh, that dude that played like a detective in an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine is actually like a famous music. Writer. One of the great, yeah, musical writers of our day. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I, I did like the music. It had that Lin Manuel flavor to it, where it's like, oh, there's, it's a little bit more talking, a little bit more. There's like some sort of hip hop element, a little bit to it. It's not just like Frozen where it's like, you know, this is pretty traditional show tunes kind of stuff. So it was kind of fun to have that. It was like, oh, okay, it's a little a little different, you know, a little bit updated, kind of newer format. Oh, yeah. I did see uh, uh, something recently that he actually refused to do the music for some movie. Really? Recently. Oh, I'm trying to find it. I was hoping you would know once I brought it up. No. Um, but it was funny cause it was like him coming out being like, I refused to do the music for this one. And I was like, did they ask you to do the music? For that? <laughs> cause it's like one that I was like, I don't know if that would, that would go well with your style of music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think they asked you. I think you just came out like, I won't do it. It, it was like some like Dune, like I refuse to do the music sure. for Dune. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think you were the first choice for that one, man. Mm-hmm. I am looking on Spotify at the soundtrack to Encanto. Um, Surface Pressure, which you said was your favorite, is the most played song on the uh, soundtrack, followed by We Don't Talk About Bruno. Those are the two big ones. Everything else has a pretty steep drop off. My favorite song, of course, is uh, not close to the top because I roll like that. All right, I'm going to play a little bit of this just in my earphones. Wait, did you say the top one was my favorite? Yeah, Surface Pressure by Jessica oh, Darrow. Because it's the uh, fire one. All right, so yeah. it was he refused to write new songs for Sebastian in The Little Mermaid. That's what it was. Oh. Oh, is he working on the music for that one? I think he's writing the music for it. So that's why, now that I know more about that one, because I thought it was he didn't want to write the music for it, but I'm pretty sure he is doing the music for that, and they wanted him to do new music for Sebastian. He was like, no. Wow. Is it a racism thing, or is it a... He doesn't like Sebastian. Does he have a thing against lobsters? Um, Is he racist against lobsters? Does he not like Jamaican food? I don't it's know. The, he doesn't you know? like these lobster backs coming up in on him, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a racist term. But he's racist against uh, 18th century uh, British soldiers, so okay. I don't think it counts anymore, right? Uh, probably not. I'll dig deeper on this while you say something or while you listen to music and we'll just sit in silence for a second. Um, I can't do it. I can't listen to the music while anything happens. So I'm going to give up. Oh. Well, that's a hard, that's a hard give. That's a hard. Uh... It's rough. Yeah. Do you need a, do you need a break? Do you need a quick break? No, no, no. I got, I got it. it I'm, I'm just, you know. Okay, it's just no. a little bit. It's like him being like, he likes the original Little Mermaid too much. He didn't want to like mess with it. He was afraid yeah. to mess it up. Uh-huh. So it's not a racism thing. It's a I don't want to mess this up. It's the same right. reason Denis was nervous about doing Dune. Yeah. I watched recently. Um, I watched a video, which actually led me to watching um, some stuff with Lin-Manuel talking about some of the songs. But it started with me watching Denis break down the opening, like the Gom Jabbar scene from Dune. I mm-hmm. highly recommend everybody go watch that. It is incredible. It will make you appreciate that scene so much more. Which scene? Uh, the scene where the, like the old priestess lady is like testing With Paul. the box? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you watched this video? I might have. I watched someone breaking it down. It's so good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Then I I ended up watching some videos with Lin-Manuel 
talking about some of the songs and like the influences and stuff he was going for with some of the songs and like mm-hmm. how he wanted to not make it like sound just like generic South American or like Latin music. He wanted to really focus on like one of the singer, like one of the voice actors for one of the siblings or something or cousins was, uh, or several of them are like famous musicians in Colombia. A lot of the voice actors are Colombian in some, you know, at least partially Colombian in their descent. Yeah. Well, some of them are like superstars in Colombia, like rock wow. stars there. And they're like, yeah, we thought it would be good because we wanted to, these people super known there, not known anywhere else. We wanted them to mm-hmm. like bring it, show how good they are singing and stuff. And, and like looked at a lot of the music that's popular in Colombia right now to pull influences to write music that would sound appropriate for Colombia. Sorry, mm-hmm. Colombia. Colombia. Me. Do you have any fun facts to... for this movie? Do no. fun facts, Co- Cody? How dare you? IMDb trivia on this movie is a hot mess. Like every other fact is like this is actually the thirteenth Disney movie to come out in uh, November and you know this month. And I was like, these are awful. They were really bad. Uh, it is. I think Columbia. it's the first. I think it's the first Disney movie to have a female protagonist with glasses. That was the most fun fact I saw. I read that. I read that fact literally as you're saying it, and I was like, "Gosh, I, there's not there's not much going for it." So, I'm um, disappointed. Second computer animated Disney film directed by Brian Howard, after yeah. and Jared Bush, after Zootopia. It's not. I mean, there are a lot of them where it's like, yeah, it's the first one to have two female leads since Ryan and the Last Dragon. You're like, well, great. You know? I see where you get the, the kids in. I saw exactly where you got the yeah. kids in Columbia. I told you, I've already, Cody, it's not I've already great. done it. I've I already done the whole you. thing. Look, put your, put your trust in my arms. Okay. Um, Let's say Dolores also says it's like I hear him now. I can hear him now, which is ambiguous. That's the other thing. It's like he doesn't talk, right? He's just in the walls. Okay. Cody, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to live in your walls for a week. Rats. You try. But there's rats in the walls, okay? So. So get the rats out of the walls. You have a child with the superpower to get the rats out of there. All right? Get rats. That's <laughs> unhealthy. All right? All these people out here like you Americans, you think you know. We do know that rats are unhealthy, okay? That's what we know, all right? We feel like we've got most of the world on board with this at this point. Mm-hmm. All right? It's like people like, no, what? I like I've the rats. I've got friends with pet rats, all right? They're gentle souls. All right, They're Cody, I want you to creatures. go over to your friend's house. I want you to just, without any warning, shove your hand into the rat's cage, all right? Tell me how that hand comes out of that cage. I think it's actually going to go pretty well. Oh, well. They're so cute. They can do tricks. Okay. Since we're talking about it, Tiffany wants to get her bunny, and I tell her no every time. Oh, that's a mistake. Yeah. They, I was like, I don't want you getting your finger bit off. And she's like, well, I had a bunny. And I was like, did it bite you? She said, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was pregnant at the time, and that's why. And I was like, that bunny didn't know it was oh, pregnant. What? That bunny didn't know. That bunny doesn't care it's pregnant. It's going to eat those babies. And then she said, no. And that's the thing, Cody. Yes. <laughs> it will eat the babies. Yeah. It will. How do I know this? Ask me. Ask me, Cody. Ask me. How do you me. know that it'll eat the babies? My mom raised rabbits, and they would have to separate the mom and the babies because the mom will try to clean off the babies, but the baby's skin's so delicate, she'll tear open their skin, and it'll bleed everywhere. And the rat, the little rat brain in that bunny is like, I have to save the babies from eating this baby, so I'm going to eat the baby. And it'll eat the baby. And then it'll be like, that was delicious. I'm going to eat the rest of these babies. And then you have to kill that rabbit because it's just going to eat it. Now it only wants to eat rabbit. It becomes carnivorous and cannibalistic. I've heard something similar with hamsters. Like, it's really easy to make hamsters carnivorous. Yeah. You can feed the meat and they'll be like, this is what's up. (laughs) It's really easy to make, like, carnivorous hamsters and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Rodents are wild. They're 
freaking dirty little rats. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I did suggest, I was like, why don't we get a rat? She didn't like that. She was wow. like, we get a mouse. And I was like, I don't want a mouse. They'll escape, and you're never going to find that mouse again. Yeah. She made me kill a mouse once in her apartment. I had oh. to smash it to death, Cody. That's sad. With an ice hammer. Like a meat wow. tenderizer slash ice hammer thing. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. With the spikes on it. I had to yeah. It died instantly, but it continued to twitch for a little while. But, I mean, like, yeah. it, it's insides were. They mm. were gone, Cody. Oh, this is taking a dark turn. You know, though, Cody, <laughs> if we'd had yeah. what's-his-face, it wouldn't have been an issue. All right? That's all I'm saying. Bruno? Or Not Bruno. Uh, oh. Not Bruno, you fool. We don't talk about Bruno, Cody. The rat catcher from uh, Suicide Squad. Exactly. If we had had... Okay, all right, I just remembered something. Let's talk about Far From the Tree. How adorable was that tiny raccoon since we're talking about rodents? Did you see it in the... Yes. Yes, now it's there. Oh, And see, it had the similar message to the movie, Cody, because the mom raccoon was taking the little baby, the little the girl baby raccoon, so much cuter than her baby, okay? It's sad to I... see when a person is cuter than their baby, all right? I can't believe they went so hard it was hard pulling at your strings i've never had a a animated short before a disney movie just be like here you go enjoy this i cry now don't cry with all these adults in the room yeah no they really went for it because like it wasn't even like oh this is like a fun one it's like no it's all yeah it's a cute little critter but look it's gonna die you know it's mom is being mean to it you know like it was one of those and it was just like oh no i'm not ready to like relive all the traumas of my childhood in this theater next to my family you know oh yeah but then that raccoon learns wait i'm just perpetuating this cycle of hate yes for your parents so i need to to break it right yeah i've got to communicate i've got to help help show the child why you know here's the thing this dude said who i can't remember who said it uh tell me why i should do something and i'll move heaven and earth to make it so you know that's how i feel like if you're a parent and you're just gonna be like don't do that i'm gonna whack you you know you're like well you're not teaching them why they shouldn't do it you know yeah you gotta explain something if you know the why if you know pure the pure reason why and it's a good reason then you're gonna do it probably i mean you're right everyone has their own free moral agency and choice but in general Teach someone the right reason for reasons, and they'll do good. That's why the best parents you'll ever see are the, <clears throat> you know, the twenty-something-year-old white lady in the Target saying, "Now, Cameron, Cameron," <laughs> as their child is slamming their face bloody on the floor. Cameron, we discussed this. Remember, that's the best parent in the world, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That child is going to go to school and his teachers are going to call Child Protective Services because they're like, your parents beat you. And they're going to say, yeah, they do. When in reality, it's just them smacking their face on the tile at the target. Yeah. But, Cody, they discussed it. That's true. They did discuss yeah, my favorite are the Mexican parents that are just like, what are you doing? You're going to kill yourself. Good luck. You know? Like, <laughs> Have you seen? The the, it, the saying is, te vas a lastimar. <laughs> like, you're going to wreck yourself. So, <laughs> yeah. Which, so that's, a, know, that's a good one to use. I guess in, in the vein, I guess, to shout out to Disney for not going full stereotype and having somebody whip us, like, with the mom whip a sandal at somebody. Sandal. The chancla. The chancla. Who, what movie did they do the chancla in? Oh, Coco. Coco, Coco did the chancla, so I bet they pulled it out of this one. They're like, well, we can't. I did recently see a video of like a bunch of, like, it looked like a, it was like a full-on brawl in the middle of the street in South no. America. And like this old lady, like, you know, the kind where she can run, but her feet can't move more than like this far. So she's really <laughs> just shuffling real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffles into the fray and everybody just scatters. And then she like, whips around and hurls a sandal at one of the guys <laughs> as he's running. <laughs> it is so oh, funny. Oh, man. 
And they're like, ah, the power of the chunkla. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but, uh, man, I did like, so like, you know, I mean, I did like how the, the opening thing kind of fit, you know, like the, the little starter thing, which I think, honestly, I think that one, they always get nominated, but I think that one's definitely getting nominated for like the, the short Oscar. Because I like wow, it. I yeah. it looked pretty. Yeah. But, uh, there. Um, I liked how, like, they made it out, you know, like, oh, man, oh, there's some th- something's going to kill the magic, and then it ends up being Abuela, and, like, you go through this moment where you're like, oh, Abuela sucks. Freaking get her out of here. She, get her out. She, we hate her. And then they have that moment where it's like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, like, so strict i'm just so war- i'm like terrified of losing this because we lost everything once and i don't want to go mm. through that again and that's yeah. why she is the way she is and then you're like oh oh, oh boy look at me i'll hold you i'll make it better i'll protect you mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's like dang it disney you made me like the villain again nobody right. like, I hate it i hate it every time it's freaking disney fools like bruno sucks we all hate bruno oh bruno's a nice guy He's just living all. Cre- he it is the boy though, right? It is. It is though. It is. It's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love the little rat theater. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. 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 I, I. I really great. I thought it was just a wonderful moral, a different kind of way to tell the story, and. Um. Yeah. No. For me, that just it raises the movie so much. Where you're like, oh, there was like a clear, like really potent lesson in this movie. Um, yeah, and it showed you. You don't need to like go on these like. I like that. Well, like I said, I thought there was gonna be this big grand adventure where it's like each of her family has to use their powers to help her or something. But mm-hmm. you know, because they like showed like the the sister fighting Cerberus, you know, in the trailers. Yeah, and it turned out to just be part of the song of like her talking about how stressed she is because she's the oldest sister, so she's like the oldest daughter of the oldest daughter, or I guess they're twins. Mm-hmm. But the oldest daughter, right. or, were they triplets? Yeah, they were triplets. And Bruno's the brother. Yeah. But she's like the oldest of all the the third generation, mm-hmm. and like kind of expected to be the next that the head of that age group. And she's yeah. like, oh gosh, not and being the strong one. So I'm sure like because they deal with some heavy stuff. So I'm sure like she knew where what happened to her grandpa and she's like if something happens like i'm the one everybody's gonna come run behind hide behind yeah and and can we talk about how lazy the whole town was because they're like oh hey i have to move my fridge can you uh do it oh you know like everyone no one solved their own problems when it comes to heavy things like and she was busy all day you know i just i was like you guys make some tools fix some of your own problems you know what i'm saying yeah but also at the same time, like you see there at the end of the movie when, the, the, you know, like a boy, the boy was like, oh, you know, everything's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Don't leave us alone, you know, and like slams the door shut. And then they finally are like, all right, no, we're a family. We can get through this together. We don't need powers to get through this. And then the town's like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so we're we've been like we if you guys have been like, hey, we, we need some time off we'd be fine like we're a self-sufficient community like we could yeah we could go we could go a day without you guys Mm -hmm. and help you rebuild your house you just had to ask for help so it it fed into that whole like communication like they've viewed themselves as like having to support this community when the community was like no like if you guys need something we're here to do what we can but it is a little bit like you know when there's a family of superheroes in your city that's like, do you need anything heavy moved? And you're like, I, I mean, I, I guess. Uh-huh. And then they're like, I just, I can't do it anymore. I'm dying. I've lost my power. And you're like, well, I mean, like, I, I could have moved the fridge. You asked if I needed something moved, and I said yes. Yeah. I could have done it without you or helped you move something heavy. So I did like that moment where even like the the whole town comes and helps them rebuild the house, and that's when like the magic comes back. Was when they were a family, and the town, like the whole community, came together again. Mm-hmm. And that's when the, everything came back. Yeah. And then they're like, but then you know you're Mar- uh, Mirabelle, right? And 
they've all got their room and she'd be like, B, this is my house. Mm. There's an M on the door for the house. Yeah. And you guys can't come in. That's what yeah. I would have said. Yeah. And then you slam the door shut. Exactly. Yeah. Flip them off through all the windows. <laughs> but she was like, I did like her at like, she had the attitude of like trying to just be happy for being a part of the family. And it was yeah. really kind of everyone else tearing her down, being like, mm-hmm. oh, you're not special at all. You suck. Anyway, love you, sis. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you all, you're all bad people. Mm-hmm. So, but then you see where that, like, that attitude came from, of, like, that originates with the grandma who saw this prophecy of she's going to kill the, the magic. Yeah. Or that's how she interpreted it. And that, I liked that whole thing of like Bruno being like, I didn't mean any of this stuff that way. You guys well, just I like kind of... the one where he's like, I didn't see that in a vision. I just saw, you know, I know my sister well. So I knew she was having this problem. And so. Oh, yeah. Like with the. So I shared, you know, some things, yes, I saw in visions. Other things was just me talking. <laughs> you know, like that was just me yeah. noticing things. and yeah but they all just sort of like oh no and they just had he had this reputation for his prophecies always being awful and he's like dude they weren't always awful mm-hmm. so yeah I was, it's something <laughs> i like the point where she's like you never left he's like what uh, i left my tower and all those stairs <laughs> <laughs> yeah how would that feel like you open everyone else gets these magical rooms and you open it and you're like so i get a ton of stairs it's like a big chore every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just love that the movie applies to everyone because to some degree or another, like every family has their issues and their dysfunctions, and it just, I think it really wants people to be open and be able to uh, come back together with their families, you know? Yeah. That's so something we all need. I definitely feel that. I feel like it's the first Disney movie in a long time where I've felt like that was a good message. And not just like that was a good animated movie, right? It was. It is a different kind of movie. I'm trying. Like you brought up the point where I was like, yeah, there was no big adventure. It was all just there. You know, yeah. it was navigate. It was a movie about navigating family dynamics, but it wasn't boring. And the music was great, and I was uh, happy to watch it. And I would watch it again. There wasn't even like a villain, like a bad guy, right? Or any kind of antagonist. It was Which, just like. In, in so many ways, is more true to life because it's like really everyone's just trying to do what they think is best and sometimes their approach isn't quite right and sometimes it comes off harmful and, you know, like Abuela didn't mean to harm anyone. She was just trying to protect the family, but she was just doing it in an overprotective, like an overbearing kind of way where it's like, no, you're not taking into account everything. You're not weighing, you know, you're not being, no one's able to be open with you because you're so stringent in like what your expectations are, you know? Yeah, like, I think one of my favorite interactions, right, was with the uh, the perfect sister, where she's like, you're, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I don't want to go hug her, you know, like, it sucks, you know, like, you're the perfect sister, you get everything you want, and then the sister being like, yeah, I'm the perfect one that has to always, like, do the perfect thing, mm-hmm. and I can't stray out of this tiny little narrow path that they've yeah. set for me. And I like that it was, um, I did like the thing with the engagement where she's like, I didn't, I was getting engaged to that guy for the family. Like it was not what I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And her kind of being like, Mirabelle, you, you purposefully sabotage, you know, things for me and that necessarily isn't the case. And so, yeah, it was a really cool thing to do with the movie. Yeah, and then, have like, just, the only thing I didn't like was I didn't feel like there was a resolution with the oldest sister's thing. It was just, but it was funny that she was, like, having this breakdown throughout most of the movie in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as she's, like, losing her strength, but still, because she's still huge. Like, even as a normal person without superpowers, she could probably still lift way more than a normal person. Uh-huh. But, like her like struggling to lift a piano up the stairs and then being like, ah, and I'm like, I couldn't lift a corner of that piano. Cause that's like a old timey solid piano. Yeah. 
and just having her meltdown, which was funny, but her I did feel like she was one of the few that didn't have like some kind of resolution in the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, I stand by the fact that my favorite uh, character was uh, was it Antonio? It was the the little no Antonio's the little guy. It's his dad. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> I like that's like the we don't talk when he's like no class allowed. It's like my favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> It's just him, like, his wife saying something, he'll be like, no, no, yeah. And, like, just agreeing with everything she says. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I really did enjoy him as well. I I also appreciated that every single time her, Maribel's dad comes into a new scene, he's always been stung by bees. Yeah. And I'm like, where, where are all these bees? And Tiffany pointed out, there's a lot of flowers. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's a good point. And he's just dealing with it for his daughter like everyone else. He's suffering for his family. I I feel bad. I, I don't know if there's much more for me to share about this movie. I would just that I would like really recommend it. I might. I don't know. Thinking about it. What score would you give it? I'd give it an A personally. I guess maybe I would give it an A minus. Maybe. I think this is one of the Disney movies that's going to like, it's going to stand up, you know, like it's going to, I think this one will join the classic Disney lineup mm. personally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, whereas most of them, I feel like don't reach that level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you I got like your, your classics, you know, and then you got the new ones and then every so often you get one that's like, like Frozen isn't necessarily the best movie, but it has like cemented itself as like, it's one of the big ones now. Like you got like mm-hmm. Lion King, Aladdin, Toy Story, Frozen. Right. I think this one has the potential to join that crew. The crew. Uh, yeah. And it, it did pretty well. The tomato meter is 90%. The audience score is 93. So can't really complain. I did see it was a little bit lower on um IMDb though. I was kind of surprised when I saw it. It's like audience score is seven point seven, which I thought was kind of low. Oh no! Because yeah, I feel like it should have been uh, higher. Yeah, but you know, can you really trust IMDb? I mean, no. You're right. It's people on the internet, you know. Oh, oh here we go. Let's oh. get a Metacritic on here. Is it not on IMDb anymore? I'm trying to get the... They had a little thing of, like, meet the meet the family, so I actually sealed their names. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... Oh, here we go, here we go. Louisa is the strong one, Cody. Yeah, I, I also saw... I saw they had to really fight to make her, like, big and muscular for the character design. Like, there was a lot of pushback for that, I guess. But I loved it. They were able to prevail. Yeah, I'm glad they did it. Because that's also part of inclusion, right? Is, like, have a strong yeah. buff lady. You know, normally you wouldn't see that in a or in a movie, a Disney movie. Or if you did, it would be like, you know, it's like, not that it's Disney, but like Shrek, where it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's like the big, burly uh, stepsister that everyone thinks is ugly. You know? You're like, or that would be the version of it. So... Yeah. I appreciated that she was bulky but pretty, you know? Yeah. Is there anything yeah. else to say? No, I mean, I feel like we covered the whole the movie and everything. Here's what you and, do. You know, oh, yeah. You go, you yeah. see your, you see this movie with your family, go out to dinner, and you just hash it all out, all right? You just lay everything out on the table. You dig up all the dirt you've got. You put it on there. You have a reckoning with your family. That's what. That's what this movie's for. And what other movie is good for that? You know, it's really yeah. unique in that way. Cody, kind of be I'm an be airing of grievances. You know, Festivus kind of deal. There you go. There you go. I, if I'm honest with you, Cody. Yeah. Part of the reason, or one of the things I thought of when I was watching this movie, and part of the reason why I was like, Cody, we need to do this movie. Was I want Bailey's family to do a movie night and watch this movie. That's why oh, oh no, you don't. Oh, yeah. You do. You I don't do, want to be there. I will not be there. I don't want to be there. I just want no, to hear no. about it afterwards. Oh man, 
yeah, I'm not, we're not there yet, you know? Well, the mo- you got a little bit of time before the give movie it, comes give out. Give it 30 years and we'll, uh, we'll try, try it again then. But if there's anything this movie teaches is that you can't, you can't wait 30 years to deal with yeah. your problems because they're just going to build. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they had gotten all this cleared up before they were all had kids, you know, like when it was just the mm-hmm. three children. That and they'd be golden. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. None of this would have been an issue. Maribel would have a superpower. All right, her superpower was listening, Cody. Yeah. So the listening sister really dropped the ball in her department. Cause yeah. That so was she literally her power. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Well, thank you for listening. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are found. You can yell right on at us. You can have an airing of grievances with us at Opinion Havers, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Twitter. And until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. When when Lisa's dancing during her song, it's like... Because I started out when she's doing her little talk sing thing. At Mm -hmm. first, I was like, oh no. We went from classic Disney, like, it's pretty and fun, to this about to be into the woods. Mm. And then she's dancing, she's singing, and I was like, this is the best. So good. Town, Town, do I need to leave the room right now? No. You stay. You watch. (laughs)